which will uh, be a segue to um, purity of speech, is there's so much to talk about. One of the one of the greatest things that we that we see from Gullus, from Moshe Rabbeinu, which is very nogeya to Pesach, because we know that this week's parsha is very nogeya. These these parshas are Pesach because it's Gullus and Gula. It's the time when the Jewish people went into Gullus, which is really the story of of uh, of of the Jewish people. The Jewish people, as we are right now, are are in Gullus. We're in Gullus. We've been in Gullus uh, for a long time, and not just in general Gullus as a klal, like we've spoken about. Um, there's something called I don't know how they do it. Call it in Yehuda. I might need your help with this. Um, in um, in um, collective trauma or collective, um, is there something like that? Like the collective, meaning there's a uh, Holocaust, I think I spoke, spoke about this, a generational trauma, a war. A, a war, exactly, like the Jewish people as a whole, like everybody in Israel now, um, and in America as well, but probably more in Israel because we're, we're in the trauma. So everybody, I'm sure therapists, and uh, the, uh, psychiatrists and medicine for anxiety. Now, again, I didn't look this up, uh, but there's no question or high blood pressure or the doctor's offices in, in, since Simcha's Torah, I'm sure, have been elevated. Why? Because there's co- something called a cholesterol, a, 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 a general trauma. When there's a trauma that happens to a cholesterol, so then we have it. Now, the Jewish people, that's the story of our life. That's the story of our existence of the Jewish people. As Gullus, we've been in Gullus. And we go through Gullus, and then we have a Gula, and then we go through Gullus, and now this is the final, this is the final Gullus, and it'll be the final Gula, right? There were four Gullias. Now they talk about, in my day, they didn't talk about the fifth Gullus. Maybe Shapiro, maybe those they spoke, started speaking about in Eretzol, the Gullus of Yishmael, which I think is a Zohar or a Medrash, but it's not the classic uh, gullus of uh, the Bavel and Rome and Madai and Edom are the four gullus. And we go to gullus and then we get out of gullus. Now, I'll get to you in a second, so I just want to finish this point. Then there is a personal gullus and a personal gula. What does that mean? It means that a person can experience on his own gula. And a person can experience on his own gullus. Which means even when there is maybe a gula of the klal, you could be in your own gullus. And maybe when there's a gullus of the klal, not maybe, for sure, when there's a gullus of the klal, you could have your own gula. How do I know that? Because there's a gemara. The gemara says very clearly, call me shenivne beisamigdash, call me sheyeshboideya, anybody who has deya, whatever that means, however we explain what das is, ki'ilu nivna beis hamigdash biyamav. It's as if he personally built the beis hamigdash. 
And it says in the Reboin Koloilamim that you say on Shabbos, it says over there and other places where it says, Legaleni, oh, we did this, Yuda, right? Legaleni, Ula Arer, Libi, right? Legaleni, and to bring me out of Gullus, that I can have my own personal Gula. So a person himself can have a Gula. Now the question is, why are we in Gullus? Yisrael, you go, you had a question, and then I'll tell you why we're always in Gullus. Other problems of trauma is that people feel alone or they, they, they get like, stuck in it. If you have other nice. people, nice, nice, beautiful, beautiful. So, beautiful. So, you're Machavin, Shkreshkrol. You're Machavin. You're because the Medrash in, in, in this parsha, the Medrash says that what did they do, or it could be the next week's parsha, what did Klal Yisrael do to be okay? That what they did was every Shabbos they got together. And they would spend time together until the end of the parsha, right? When um, when uh, Paro says, um, "That's it. Now you guys are going to have to, you know, you know, uh, figure it out and go get the go get the straw, and you're going to have to make the same quota." What did he do? He says, "I'm not giving these guys time off anymore." But Moshe Rabbeinu asked Paro, says, "Do me a favor. You could work us hard during the week." You could work us hard, but give us one day. And if we one day can get together and talk to each other about how was your week, how was your week, how's it going, we could be mechazik each other, then you could survive, and that's okay. So it's a little bit like you're saying. So they were able to handle it. When were they not able to handle it? When Paro said, no more of that, guys. You guys cannot get together. I think the Medr says that's when Moshe Rabbeinu, um, they used to say, Mizmar Shili, Shabbos. Said Mizmar Shiliyah Mashabas on during that time they were all together they were they were they, they supported each other so that's very good which also is going to fit very good to what I wanted to say because uh, yeah Yehuda uh, I thought you had a question um, what I want to say in, in in relation to purity of speech of lashon hara is there's a very it's it's consistent from the beginning of Mitzrayim right and that is the famous uh, thing we say in the Haggadah Shel Pesach and we say Anus Al Piyadibor. What did Moshe Rabbeinu say? Where is it? Moshe Rabbeinu says, right, that now I know, right, what does he say? He says, now I know why we're in Gullus. The reason we're in Gullus, right, is that what he says? Moshe Rabbeinu says, why, do, why are we in Gullus? The reason we're in Gullus is, because, I'm just trying to find it, is because of the Lashon Hara. Lashon Hara. When there's a period with the Jewish people, so then that's when we know that that's why we're in Gullus, which Yisrael fits to what you were saying. Because the reason a person has a gula, which is Pesach, that's what I was saying. Pesach, the Arizal says, is the peh can speak. Because the whole gullus is of Mitzrayim was a gullus of speech. Was a gullus of speech. They say paro is Malushan ha'oref. Same letters ha'oref. What's ha'oref? Oref is your neck. Hey, ayin, resh, peh is your neck. 
And the vehicle, Paro, made it that your speech, you can't speak if your neck is, uh, is uh, being choked. So Paro represents the fact that we can't speak and that the Dibor is in Gullus. What does that mean that the Dibor is in Gullus? Basically is that you're speaking Lashon Hara. Your, your mouth cannot speak the things that it speaks. A person speaks Divrei Torah. That fixes it. That's what Kabbalah Torah was. When the Yidin left Mitzrayim, why are we leaving Mitzrayim? When in this week's parasha, Hashem said, Tavdun Esolokim Alahar. Moshe Rabbeinu, you're going to take out the Jewish people for what? Divrei Torah. To speak Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu was what? Kvad Peh, Kvad Lashen. He couldn't speak. He had trouble speaking. He had trouble speaking. The Jewish people had a, were in Gullus because of their speech. The reason we're in Gullus now is why, says the Chavetz Chaim, is why? Why are we still here? Why is there a war going on with Hamas? Straight up, why? Because we're in Gullus and because we speak Lashon Hara. Right? I, saw, I saw recently an article, one of the uh, um, uh, generals or someone in the army, right? they said this Kiddush, I, I don't like to make late sonnets from it a little bit, but like, he's Machadish, he says, oh, we realize, we now realize that the reason, there's a connection, there's a connection between the, the judicial reform and, the, and what was going on before and the war that happened. I need you to, right? You need to tell me that from a strategic uh, point of view, the reason that Hamas was able to infiltrate was because of the uh, lack of unity in Israel. I don't need a, a, a general uh, to tell me that. I have the Torah to tell me that. That the reason that the Jewish people have war and the reason the people suffer is because they're, and the reason we're in Gullus is because of Sinas Chinam, is because our speech and our talking is in Gullus. And Pesach, which is the Gula, means, says the Arizal, is Pesach. The mouth flows, the mouth speaks. What's the whole mitzvah of? Of Pesach, the night of Pesach. What do you do? You do two major things the night of Pesach. What do you do, Ari? Two major things. Matzah, which, what, what do you do with the matzah? Yeah. You eat it. You put it in your mouth. What's the second thing you do? Sipor Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Mouth. Pesach is all about your mouth. It's all about tikkun. Gula, right? A guy fights with his wife. What does he do? How do you make up with your wife? What do you do? You say, I'm sorry. You, you have a problem with Hashem. What do you do? Vidui. You say, Hashem, I'm sorry. You talk. Your Dibur becomes in Gula. Dibur also, by the way, is Yadber Amim Tachtenu. Dibur also is Davin Amelech. Davin Amelech is Dibur, which is actually the end letters of the first Pasuk in this week's parsha. The Eila Shmoz B'nei Yisrael, Habayim Mitzrayimah, they say, is Rasha Tevis. The Eila Shmoz B'nei Yisrael, Habayim should I give it to you? You guys want to look it out? What, what is the Sof Tevis of that? Is what? Close. Ela Shmos Bnei Yisrael Abayim is Sof Tevis not in the right order? Tehillim. <coughs> Tehillim. Because how do you have a gula? How do you have a gula? Tehillim. What is Tehillim? David Melech. What was David Melech? Noim Zemiras Yisrael. What did? David Melch do, he made a way of tefillah. David Melch of himself says, Vani tefillah. My essence is tefillah. What does tefillah do? Tefillah makes your dibur 
pure. It makes your David is the melech. How do you control someone? How do you get things done? How do people get things done? Through their dibur, through your speech. Speech is malchus. You could ever you ever meet somebody and you're like, that guy's such a cool guy. Or you meet a girl, that girl's such a cool girl. You meet someone, you see them from afar, and you're like, wow, that guy's this. And then you hear them talk, and you're like, whoa. Whoa, I'm staying away from that guy. I'm staying away from that girl. That happens, right? Why? Because your dibur is really who you are. And sometimes it's the opposite. You could have a guy who looks a certain way, and you're like, eh, whatever, this guy is. Who is this guy? And then he, and then he talks. Then she talks. You're like, whoa, I like what that person has to say. Because your dibur is your malchus. Your dibur really gives you who your, your existence of who you are. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an incredible thing. It's really an incredible thing. How powerful a person's speech is. And the whole reason we are, were in Gullus is because of our speech. The whole reason we got out of Gullus is because of our speech. The whole reason we went back into Gullus is because of our speech. And the only way we're going to get out of Gullus is because of our speech. It's incredible. It's mamish incredible. It's not a simple thing. Okay, question, comments, and then we'll learn some halachas. Yes? It, it says specifically, there's like sources that says Lashabara, or just. Chavaz Chaim says that. Sinaschinam's okay. Lashabara, yeah. And Moshe Rabbeinu says it. Achei noida It says, Yesh right? What does Rashi say? That they spoke Lashabara. Yeah. Straight out. Incredible. Yes, Yehuda. Oh, there was one more thing I want to say. Yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I just remembered. Yeah. No, 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 no. Go, go, go. Go, go, go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just wanted to, to see the, to see if I'm getting the right determination with like trauma connection, right? Yeah. So something that's very known in the trauma world is that trauma blocks love and connection. Right. And love and connection heals trauma. So trauma blocks love and connection. And love and connection heals Love and connection heals. Nice, nice. So, for example, uh, if if somebody's been through trauma, so um, so they'll develop certain, you know, uh, a lot of personality disorders, anxiety disorders, uh, OCD, uh, uh, a lot of these things. You'll find that there was trauma, and then we kind of develop these barriers between us and people due to the trauma because because being close to people. Uh, we're sensing is dangerous and that sense of vulnerability and openness is dangerous because it was dangerous at some point in our lives nice. we create barriers nice. and then love and connection right where we have the space to open up and be more of ourselves is what's healing because we could be more of ourselves so what I'm wondering yeah. is <laughs> sure yeah yeah so what I'm wondering is um, understanding Lashon Hara the way that Rebbe gives it over to me, which is like, like me avoiding going into myself, and it really has nothing to do with them, but I'm just going through my own struggle, so I'm putting up a barrier. Nice. So I guess I'm just kind of wondering why it seems like the story of the Jewish people, through this lens, okay. it seems like part of our story is that we create separation between each other, yes. and there's a sense of, of threat. Yes. of my culture and that Jew's yes. culture coming yes. together, yes. that I then create the separation, which then leads to, to pain and destruction. Yes. And, yes. Yeah, that's my question. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
great step which you just set me up for in the most beautiful way. If there is no enemy within, then the enemy outside can do us no harm. I will say that again. If there is no enemy within, Shlemy, I want you to hear this. If there's no enemy within, then the enemy outside can do us no harm. Now, there are two ways to do that. There is the enemy within, which is Lashon Hara. So the enemy outside, which is, let's say, in our uh, current events, uh, Hamas, the war, can do us no harm because we're together, which is ironic that that's what's happened because of the war. It's actually brought us together. Now let's take it one step further. Ari, you're going to like this one. If there is no enemy within myself, then the person outside of me can do me no harm. So the only reason I speak Lashon Hara is because ultimately I'm speaking Lashon Hara about myself. And there's a disconnect within myself, which, by the way, is what trauma is. So it fits to what you were saying, Dr. Yehuda. The pshat is, is that I'm disconnected with and from myself. There are parts in the, in the language of IFS a little bit. It's just easier. It works like that in everything. But in the, in the IFS language, it's very understandable to look at it because it's like I have a part of me, right? There's a part of me that hates and they, and they fight with each other. If anyone has ever done real IFS therapy, uh, what happens is, is that you'll notice that there are parts of yourself that, that clash. That's called sinaschinam within myself. And when I learn to heal myself, and I learn to get along within myself, then I'll get along with you. Because all you are, are a manifestation of me. Yeah. All you are, all you are, all you are, we said the other day, you, you transfer triggers. triggers. Trigger transfers. You trigger transfers. Which one was it? Transfer triggers. Triggers transfer. So if I'm triggered, that's what Yehuda got me all excited about. Because Yehuda's saying is that when I have a, if I have a, uh, Yehuda loves us, I don't know this so well, a attachment problem. If my mother left me, my father left me, whatever, both of them left me, or whoever, one of my primary givers left me and I have an attachment or I feel that they left me. It doesn't matter if they actually left you. I feel that I was left. So then I have trouble having building a relationship with somebody because I had recently someone, we're not going to go into detail, someone recently, whatever, I guess I could say it because you guys won't figure it out because there are a lot of chassanim. Well, chassan recently reached out to me. He's like, Rebbe, I just got scared. I'll, I'll read you what I wrote back to him. He said, Rebbe, I just got scared because he's in love with this girl. The girl's in love with him. And he just wrote me. Not just, but recently wrote me. He's like, I'm scared out of my pants that she's going to dump me. It's too good. I'm too scared. I'm so scared. So what, I, what do you guys think I wrote him? I wrote him three things. Let's see. What? <laughs> Very good. One thing I wrote was, makes sense. The second thing, I, did, I, wrote, I said, makes sense. And then I wrote him, love you. Give him a little Binyamin principle. And then, and then I wrote, and then, but it's true, I love him. And then I wrote to him, this, this, I was so happy that I wrote this. I wrote, be nervous. It's okay. Be nervous. Be nervous. 
Some people say excitement and nervous are the same. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Be nervous. Why? That's you know what you're saying. Why? Because he's not nervous about the girl. He's not nervous about her. He just met the girl. He's fine with the girl. He's got, he transferred his, he triggered transfer, transferred his trigger. My trigger of my mother or my, or my disconnect within a part. Because what that means is, if anyone, I mean, Yehuda's done the IFS, but if, if Simcha Rabba was here, he'd probably be able to explain it much better than I'm explaining it. But there's a real, there's a part of me that's going to reject me. There's a part, I mean, I'm willing, right? There's a part of me that would, that would, that would reject me. I have a part of me, right? I'll just say this, explain, we're getting really like psychodynamic uh, and, and Freud a little bit, but I would say like this, I would say like this, you, if you're, if, if, let's just do it very simply, if part of me is mom and part of me is dad, which I think everybody would agree that you have a part of you that's mom and a part of you that's dad, and mom and dad fight, and mom is a, uh, holds like this, and dad holds like that. And they fight or fought or disagree, whether they had a good marriage or a bad marriage. There is no doubt that you have a part of you that is going to fight with the other part, and that part is going to fight with the other part within yourself. And if this guy represents mom to me, and my dad part might fight with him, but I'm really fighting with my own parts, as opposed to me accepting myself, loving the parts, and then I could love him or her because he's only a manifestation of my inner parts. So my last did that, did that, did that, was that, did that make sense to everybody? Should we chaz her over? How does that help to What? I went too fast, so I'll do it again, go. What I wanted to say specifically is, Rebbe said right before this, right before we went on this part, Rebbe said, so you're ultimately you're speaking Lashnahara by yourself. Correct. So how does that thing, you're speaking Lashnahara by yourself because everyone is an anesthetist of yourself. So, okay, so from a, ruchnia, from a ruchnia sense, we're not talking from a ruchnia sense. When you talk about another neshama, they say that it's like you talk bad about your arm. Same, same thing, ruchni, right, same source. You're talking about yourself. If I talk to Shalom, talk about Avi, me and Avi are connected. Not that I would have anything to say about it. Bad. So I'm saying if, 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 if he was an Avi. And I would say, so that's like talking bad about me from a ruchnius. From a, from a panemius sense of myself, the way to understand it is that if I have a part of me that I argue with within myself. I ain't shalom ba'atzamai mipnei chatasi. I don't have shlemus within myself. I have parts of me. This one hates this one. This one hates that. I have different, right? I have the part that's very loving. I have the part that's very motivated. I have the part that's lazy. Then I have the critical part that hates all the parts. Yeah. <laughs> right? Stop so until those heal, so all of my stuff is going to happen with Ari, it's going to happen with, with Yisrael, it's going to happen with Ari, it's going to happen because they're all representing those parts of me. But if I have peace, see, yeah, what happens, uh, Victor? What? You're being triggered by yourself. Correct. Right. What happens when you do yoga, you're sitting there, you're chilled, all pure projection, but it's deeper than projection, it's, it's you. That's what projection is. Correct. correct. And Gula, beautiful, beautiful. Ramamish, this is the sheer. Gula is, you have, you have, you have uh, a connection like you just. Yeah. Gula is giving, there's balance. Gula, you said it. Why are you, why are you so happy now? It's reminding me of therapy. That what? So what? So talk it out. Say it while you're here. You're in it. Gula is what? No, no, no. You got it. No, are you saying that? It sounds like what we're saying is the gullus is that 
because I don't accept certain of my parts, then I'll be triggered by other people because my parts will clash. So the ga'ula would be having a balanced relationship with all my parts and giving them all space. I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. You said awesome. it. I, yeah. And what's incredible, what's incredible is we all know that feeling. We all know that feeling when we feel good about myself. When I feel good about myself, suddenly I have space for you. Why? Why, I, why do I now have space for you? But meaning when I'm angry at myself, I'm angry at you. Why should it be that way? That's one of the lines. I love that. Love your neighbor like you love yourself. You hate your neighbor, you hate yourself then. It works. Same math. I hate myself. I hate my neighbor. So like Ari's saying, when I feel good, you do some yoga. I'm just, obviously I'm exaggerating. You do yoga, you come out, you gave yourself space. Mmm, you're good, you have peace of mind. You're, you're feeling good. So like this guy comes, you put your arm around him. I got space for you. I have space for you. But Gullus is a shot. I don't have space. Which is mamish what the parasha says. Me'avodakasha. That what? They didn't have, they couldn't breathe. They couldn't, they, they, they koitzeruach. Me'avodakasha. They're, 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 they're short breath. That's called anxiety. What's anxiety? That's what anxiety is. You're not giving... That's why I always say, how do you beat anxiety? You beat anxiety by not looking to beat anxiety. You get rid of anxiety by, not, by, by, by welcoming your anxiety. Being nervous. Being nervous. Being nervous. Anxiety is about control. So if you're saying, I don't need exactly. to control it. Exactly. What do I have to control it? What am I control. about controlling? How Correct. Controlling? Correct. He is nervous anyway. Right. Doesn't help the chassan to be nervous. He was nervous anyway. Right. Well, the reason I said be nervous is because there's always that part that tells you not to be nervous, which makes you be nervous more, and invalidates the fact that it's normal. And you know, and what's funny is, by the way, just to tell you the end of the story, it's awesome. I love it. I gotta tell the person that uh, he's gets the schluss of, of us talking about this. So what did he do? He's a healthy guy. He's, he's Baruch Hashem. Very great guy. Amazing guy. He would for sure let me say it. Could be afterwards I'll, I'll say it. Who he was. So he spoke to his... Uh, he spoke to the, the Kala. And what did she say? Let's hear. Who wants to be a Machavin? the same thing. Yes. 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 I feel the same that way. Right? There goes all the shame. There goes everything. Because great. I also feel that way. Great, and then what happens? Great, you work it out, and you talk it out, and you talk out. Like, yeah, wow, what a chiddush! That's the be nervous. That's the be nervous. And Binyamin had a great chiddush the other day. Binyamin had a great chiddush. Me and Binyamin were talking. I hope it's okay. I'm going to do this. I'll, you'll be fine, I think. You know, we were talking about rational and irrational. Like, like let's say the let's say. Actually, let me go to Binyamin first, and we'll do it afterwards. We'll. Uh, it's already, it's like a T for steeper. Go. First of all, Ali, how great is it to have? Right? See, you're used to being on Chavez. You didn't realize that we party the whole, the whole week, not just on Chavez. Yeah. Uh, Binyamin, yeah, go. Like, uh, the Jews give us the whole Nergolas that said the Tikkun was through the path. So just like a first Nergolas, we said the Tikkun through the path, it was like talking it over and 
figuring out. Nice. Nice. I like that. Beautiful. 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 Sharon. Oh, I didn't know you were here. Rabbi Hollander. You were here the whole year? Come, Rabbi Hollander. I didn't know that. You hear the bar that he's saying? Beautiful. He's saying the tikkun, just like the tikkun of, of the gullus is with the path. Sorry, I didn't know you were here. Just like the tikkun of the gullus is with the path for a yanum, for somebody else. That's what you're saying. Do not speak Lashara, so do with yourself. Which makes sense. Right? We need a Pasuk for that that says that that Daigabla this right? it says, so they say Yasichena is that when you have Daiga in your heart, speak it over, speak it over with somebody, speak it over, Hemanti Kiadaber, to speak it out, not to hold it inside. You hear the Mahalach, you Makabala, nice beautiful mouth, right? Ain Shalom, because David Amal says, Ain Shalom Ha'atzomai Mibnei Chatasi. I don't have Shlemus within myself. I don't have Shlemus within myself. Why? Because of my Averis. Because that's what Averis is also. Right? Svikonik's shot. Sin, S-I-N, is someone I'm not. When you do an Avera, you're disconnecting from yourself. People think when you do an Avera, the shot is like, oh, I'm a bad boy, I did something wrong. No, you didn't. You're not a bad boy, you just, okay, when you're in third grade, you could feel that way. When you become older, it's not the shot, oh, I'm a bad boy. It means I'm disconnected from myself. That's not who I really am. What does that mean? The only time a person does an Avera is only when he has a uh, temporary, it's called a temporary insanity. When he's not fully in touch with himself. But if you were totally bishlamus and you ain't shalom v'atzamai, and that that's what rips a person apart. Since I don't want to have my back to you, Rabbi Alan, that's why I don't know. Okay. Uh, the binyamin thing, I think I want to mention because I think it's a very big yisoid. Um Remember, we were saying that that even if if it's irrational, it's still rational because that's how you feel. Binyamin was mechadesh that when we spoke the other day. Is that even if it's meaning the bee nervous felt good because she was also nervous. So that validates that it's okay for me to be nervous. But Binyamin's being mechadesh is that even if she would have looked at him and said, you're nervous? What's wrong with you? He's nervous, so you're nervous, right? That's the way you feel. That's the way you feel. Yeah, yeah, correct. It might not be reality. No, but it is. That's what he's saying. It is. That's your reality. That's my, my subjective yeah, yeah, correct. But that's fine. Just it's harder to accept that when it's when it's out of the norm. And also, it's especially right. Like we were saying, if you're driving to the airport, like I say with my son, you're driving to the airport and you're nervous, then yes, everybody here would probably say when you're on a couple hours before the flight, you get nervous, right? But if I told you right now that I'm taking a flight in a month from now and I'm nervous, you'd be like, you might want to check that out a little bit. Okay, now that doesn't mean that that's not valid, that you're nervous. That was Binyamin, Binyamin, falls under the Binyamin principle. Okay, yeah, Shkari Binyamin. Okay, yeah, you can go. You can tell, go. Um, so I was just curious. Um, firstly, I just want to quickly share that uh, uh, like a month ago, yeah. it was, uh, I was noticing that I was having this like social anxiety a little bit that like I was thinking that certain people were thinking that I'm just like really weird, which isn't like, I guess, Baruch Hashem, not so the norm for me. Like, 
Like I was, I was nervous that like certain people were looking at me like I was mamish, just like a weird, like a weird person. So I went inside with the help of, uh, of a colleague and, uh, and connected with the part that was feeling like hurt, you know, by them thinking that I'm weird. And then, you know, the first question is, you know, how am I feeling towards that part? And it was like, yeah, like I think that that part's weird. So it was a part in me, just to bring out that point, it was a part in me. And, and it's for sure something I see all the time, like if somebody's in pain because they feel like they're being rejected, like if they're, you know, they're not being listened to or heard or whatever, by a friend, by a Rebbe, by a parent, and then we kind of connect with that part. Many times it ends up being sort of like a childlike part. And the way he himself is feeling towards that part is like, get out of here, like get out of here. Like I don't want you in me. So it's all within us. Um, so I was just curious. It sounds like what Rebbe's saying is that the story of the Jewish people is Galas. The Galas comes from that Lush and Hara. And that's part of... Yeah, right, the disconnect from other people. And it's really a disconnect within myself. So does it make sense to say that we're at a higher risk of that because the disconnection in ourselves is more pronounced because the avoda of a yid is to create shlemus within himself? Yes. Yes. Okay. Ah. uses the word shlemus. It's translated through whoever translated, and they always translate. And I never say this is perfection, and I don't say perfection. I'm, I, and I don't know why they translate it as perfection. I would translate it. I don't know if this is accurate either as harmony. Meaning shlemus is your shal, your shalom, your your shalom. Your, there's peace. Shalem, Shlemus is all the same thing. It means I, I accept, Ain Shalem Batsamai. I'm peace, I'm accepting. I have Shlemus, I have a, I'm, I'm totally me. I'm totally me, I'm totally full. Shalem also means full. I'm totally full. I'm on this world to connect with myself. Yeah, so you're on this world to achieve Shlemus. To achieve Shlemus. And to quote Moshe, right, Moshe Applebaum, Right from his song from Masil Sharim is that that's which is really I want to speak more. We'll do it Prince Hashem, next week in Masil Sharim. Yeah, Judah, I want to get to in a second. Is that that's really the tachlis of the Tov? Hashem is the ultimate peace. Ose Shalom Bimrov, Hashem's name. One of Hashem's name is Shalom. You're not allowed to say if you're in the right, I think that's not lacha, right? You're not allowed to say in the in the mikvah or in a bathhouse. You're not allowed to say the word Shalom, right? There's a shaila if the guy's name is Shalom. No, I think it's brought down. You're watching us because Shalom is one of the names of Hashem. Because Hashem's essence is He holds. Could you imagine what Hashem holds? Yeah, we have to look that up. I remember the Shiloh. I remember Right, right. And Vegam ba Mikvah. Vegam ani zochel. I learned. I remember the halach. Speak to your friend Shalom or to say Shalom Both, both. The, the, a person's name, Shalom, I don't know, we'll look it up. It's a good halachic. The, the bottom line is, the, the, yeah, the bottom Yeah, it's practical. Well, we'll look it up afterwards. But yes, yes, it's, it's, it's a problem because Hashem's name. It's Hashem's name. Yes, Judah. Um, I know in a lot of like Kabbalistic stuff, they talk about Hashem's Yeah. 
Yeah, okay, again, I don't know because I'm not, I'm not there. But I, but I, but I think, I think that Shlemus, they talk, Tzadik HaKohen talks about Dveikus. He says that Dveikus is total, I have to find it if anyone wants to see it. He says Dveikus with Hashem is that it's almost, it also fits, fits this week's parasha, is Shal Nalecha Me'al Raglecha, Ki HaMokom Asher Ata Oymet Is Atmas Kodesh, is realizing wherever you are is exactly where you're supposed to be. And that's Shlemus, Dveikus. Now again, you're alive, so, so the next minute you, you have to again achieve Shlemus. And the next, again. But the reason why Kabbalah has become popular at least 10, 15 years ago, I don't want to even mention who it was in California, right, a famous singer from the 80s, right, was very big, um, a Goyesha person was very big into Kabbalah. And I think one of the reasons that they were very attracted to Judah is what you're saying is because deep down, if you ever saw any of the tzaddikim, if you ever see a tzaddik, if you ever witnessed the tzaddikim, there's a certain peace that they have about them of how they are. There's a certain lack of, um, you know, fra- being frazzled and being mebulbul and being like, there is a certain inner peace that they have. So yes, Judah, 100%. Thank you, Judah. Thank you. First of all, in, in um, addiction recovery, they talk about how acceptance is the answer to all my problems. Wow. And it's like exactly tied in with everything that's going on here. <laughs> Crazy. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and another thing that I was... But I just want to stop you there for one yeah. second. I want to hear the reason that is, and Yehuda, when Yehuda touched on it also, and this is what I love when you, when you look into the Torah and you see the Parsha and you look at it, that all of the things that have come down afterwards just link right back to the Torah. It's all from there. That's in there. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, and another thing I was reading and. Um, Ari, Ari Kaplan has like a book on Shabbos. Yeah. And he says like one of, I don't remember exactly how he worded it, but like part of like why saying Shabbat Shalom is so powerful. Correct. Is a lot of what you were saying before about Shalom. And he's saying Shabbos is like a taste of Mashiach. And that's Geula. Beautiful. And you were saying exactly. how they needed um, Shabbos in the times of even back in Moshe Rabbeinu's Correct. Times. Correct. And it just like, it all like clicked in my brain. I just wanted to share that like Shabbat Shalom is now so much more meaning to me. Exactly. Beautiful. Thank you, Avi. And I, I, I want to say on that, I want to say what Avi, Avi's saying, Shabbat Shalom is not a, uh, a new thing that was, that was brought out in, uh, when people started talking like that. Uh, Shabbos Shalom Mavorach is actually from the Arizal that he said that. Shabbos Shalom. So it's not a Shabbat, you know, people don't like to say Shabbat Shalom for other reasons. And you say a good Shabbos. But Shabbos Shalom uh, really was instated from the Arizal, which is hundreds of years ago. It's not a, it's not a, a cultural uh, thing, if everybody knows what I mean. Why don't people like to say Shabbat Shalom? No, no, I'm just saying, Shabbat Shalom is, uh, you know, whatever. You, you, you know what I'm saying. I get Shabbos. I mean, Shabbos Shalom. Shabbos Shalom Amavayrach is, is, uh, is uh, so because it's not just a, a, a thing, a lingo, a cultural thing. It's a deep, uh, holy thing about Shabbos. Yes, Ari, we'll wrap up with you. Yeah, I think maybe all this stretching too far. You're saying that peace within yourself is accepting all different parts. 
they're all legitimate parts, like the curiosity, the whatever. I think maybe in the nation, like there's different parts of Judaism, different like that people who are more into just happiness and more curiosity and more critical. Maybe like exactly. That's what Achtas of Klal Yisrael is. Achtas of Klal Yisrael is not that we are all the same. People always think that Achtas means we're the same. No, Achtas means we're different. And, and, and I accept the fact that you're different than me, and you accept the fact that I'm different than you. And we're able to coexist. We're able to coexist together. And we're able to see the good in each other. We're able to see the nakuda toiva. We're able to see the beauty in each other. But that only comes when I'm able to see within myself. That's really where it comes from. I just checked about the show. Yeah. So it's brought down in our world. But if you remember focus on that, so it says that even though that the name Shalom is a Shem's name, you're allowed to. So you're allowed to say hi. You're allowed to say Shalom to another Jew that walks without a yarmulke. And you won't be choshish uh, that he'll say it, hello back, shalom back, and it's a name without yamka. But he says that you're not allowed to say it inside, like a bathroom or something. All right, right. So. so very good, right? Because shalom, because it's Hashem's name. Wow. Okay, Hashem, thank you, Aviel. Thank you, Aviel. Okay, Hashem, who will help us? Let's do a quick halacha here because this is mamish purity of speech. We got Parsha Shmos in here to start off. Which, by the way, Shmos is Rashi Tevis. You always have to know this. Shnayim Mikra V'echad Targum. And the Pshat, I remember I said this many years ago. Shmos, why Shmos Shnayim Mikra V'echad Targum? Bereshah should be Shnayim Mikra V'echad Targum. So the reason is because you start off Bereshah, everyone's excited to do Shnayim Mikra V'echad Targum. But sometimes during Bereshah, you don't do every parsha, so you're like, you threw it off. So Shmai says, go, come on, start it again. Start Shmos. You can learn the Torah, learn the parsha, learn the parsha. It's very important, especially when you start to Mishpatim. You know, it gets a little bit challenging, but, you know, the, the more we can learn the Torah, the more we can connect, that really ultimately brings peace, right? marbim shalom I'll probably talk a little bit about it tonight, you know, uh, probably speaking about Rabbi Kalish coming, you know, people, you know, who, who represent uh, shlemus and shalom and peace and represent what, what it is to be a Yid, what it is to be a Jew. There's something peaceful and, and connecting about that. Because we all know the truth. Our neshama knows that we love Torah, and we love Hashem, and we love ourselves, and we love every Jew, and we love everybody. Just, we get shtus. We get stupidity in our head. And we have to re, readjust our insanity to, to know the truth. And to remind ourselves of the truth. Better, better said than know the truth. To remind ourselves of, of what we already know. Okay, let's learn a, a halacha. We're on day... 47. 47. Um, yeah, we were talking about parents, family members. Blaming parents for one's shortcomings is considered lush and hara. Do you know why I suffer from low self-esteem? Because my mother always put me down. Talking lush and hara, I'm not saying that. Talking lush and hara and bearing a grudge will not accomplish anything. One must acknowledge that all that transpires was preordained by Hashem. We're on page 127. Kazavan one could rest be assured that Hashem has given him the tools to overcome his challenge. Now, of course, if you need to speak to someone, a person has a lot of pain from his mother, from his father. Obviously, we'll talk about that. I know, Avi, we spoke about this last night uh, or two nights ago about learning how to vent, when to vent, who to vent to. That's not for now. Um, 
Oh, he says it even. An extreme case, yeah. Extreme cases. It's the whole thing. Okay, good. We'll read that. Read that afterwards. One second. Thank you. In extreme cases, it's beneficial to contact a firm, reliable professional for help in dealing with traumatic, challenging childhood experiences. A comment which portrays parents or other family members in a negative light, you're not allowed to say. I don't like to move into my parents' home with my family. My father gets so agitated when my kids make the slightest noise. So you have to be careful now. Who you say that to, how you say it. But the point of Lashon Hara is not just that guy, which actually fits what we said in this year. Because people think that Lashon Hara is talking about outside people. Lashon Hara is talking about your family. Lashon Hara is talking about yourself. Right? We know we have that machlokas, whether you're allowed to talk Lashon Hara about yourself or not. But it's not for now. Have an amazing, everybody, amazing first day. Menachem Nachem, we missed you. We had a great I think it was a great cheer, right? All of us, uh, but we missed you. Shkoch. Have an amazing first day of the rest of your life. Have an amazing Shabbos. Looking forward to tonight, everyone. Very much. Yeah. Shkoch.